Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today is episode 134. We're continuing our series of running through every Premier League club in build-up for the 23-24 season. We're going to look at the club, look at our performance last season and rebuild the squad when necessary. Today, it's Manchester City. Now, you'd think on paper there's not a lot of work to do here, but actually... They may well have a lot to do. They've got a lot of players who may be leaving, namely their captain, Ilke Gundogan, who we'll go on to in just a moment. But yeah, first we'll touch on last season then. Very, very impressive season. They were right, weren't they? <laughs> they were decent. They did right. Could've yeah. Been, yeah, could have been better. Didn't win the, didn't win the Carroll Cup. <laughs> no, that, could, that is a great point now. Stopped by didn't Nathan Jones. Shield. Yep, lost that as well. Anyway, Man City, incredibly impressive. One of the best sides we've ever seen. They obviously won the treble, in case you didn't know. But yeah, they played overall really, really well. Their style of football. They started a little bit shaky, didn't they, towards the start of the season. But once Pep implemented his 3-2-4-1, there wasn't much stopping them. And I don't think they... I mean, they lost one game in like the last mm. 25 to Brentford, I think it was. They are just That's about it. Just ridiculous at football. Yeah. Absolutely so consistent, so consistent, and they just dominated everyone Honestly, they played against. I don't get how a football team can be that good at football. They they so perfectly combine that that Spanish tiki taka, that quick passing, that um, finding the space with the English physicality and aggression. And I think for me, it's such a perfect blend, a perfect fusion of tactical styles, of tactical principles that it creates this frighteningly good team and. To be honest, I don't really see anyone beating them either next I mean, year. They're they're in their own league this year. It's going to take a lot for them to not be in the same situation come the end of next season. I think, yeah, Liverpool, they're going to need to completely rebuild their midfield. So that's going to take time for them to build into that. Chelsea have still got to completely revamp their squad. We spoke about that the other week, so go check those out, both the Chelsea and the Liverpool app. But they're probably the most the greatest competition. Maybe Newcastle, if they get their shit together. Like, I mean, not mm-hmm. if they get shit, they get shit they get. No, if they get their shit together, but if they add one or two more players, yeah. Manchester United, I don't really think, are there to fight for a title. Arsenal, I think, will slip, though maybe they'll surprise me because they have brought in Havertz, have brought in Rice, close to signing Timber, yeah. so some good business there. But Manchester City, well, they were just incredible, but they have got a bit of work to do. Should we start with the contracts? Yes. Now, Not too many. Well, some key players though. Twenty twenty three, the uh, the summer now gone. Of course, July the first, players have left, and Ilkay Gundogan is the only one in Manchester City to have left. He'll be joining Barcelona. This is their captain, their treble winning captain, the guy who lifted all three of the FA Cup, the Premier League, and the Champions League. How do you replace not only what he does for the side, but what he brings to the dressing room? They'll find a way. In terms of on the pitch, they've already got players on the bench who could probably step into that role, or they'll go and buy someone. Simple as that. That's what Man City do. And in terms of dressing room presence, they've got so much of it that, yes, he was a key figure, but they've got so many other players that can stand in that role. I don't know. It's hard to bring in a captain for the. I think Gundogan is a great leader. We saw that he's motivated, he's good at getting the players motivated for what he wants to achieve. Mm. But also, he's a magical player. He's so good at what he does because what he does for Manchester City is he makes those late runs into the box. He gets a lot of goals in that role as well. Mm. But he's also very creative. He's just a really talented player and really tactically aware and diverse. Therefore, I think he is incredibly crucial. But they can live without him. And I think they will obviously learn. It's voted for. Yeah, but still, Wilco Goodwin is the best leader of the club. 
Yeah, but they've got someone else who do as good of his job as he. Who did. would you say should be the next city uh, captain? Pru- uh, my guess would be Ruben Diaz or De Bruyne. Oh, I was, I was going to say. Do- I wouldn't say. De- I was going to say Diaz or bit. Stones. Yeah, Stones could be Rodri. Um, De Bruyne was the captain the year before, wasn't he? Yeah, he in the year before. I, I think. wouldn't vote him. Um, okay. Yeah, anyone like that really? It's quite. There's loads of options. Loads of options. Edison, even you could say. Mm, I wouldn't. There's so many players you could give it to that I think would do the same job and in terms of ability on the pitch they will find a player that is better or at least no, you're not going to find someone who's better okay good ones arguably the best midfielder the, okay. in the world other than De Bruyne or probably. go but on to be team. better yeah okay maybe anyway they have then also got some transfers or some contracts sparring in 2024 namely Scott Carson Yangle Herrera don't think they'll be too fussed about those two but also Rico Lewis and Carl Walker I don't think Walker's a massive problem. He may even leave no, this summer. Apparently, yeah. he's pushing for a move. Interest from both Saudi Arabia and Sheffield Again, United. Very replaceable, and they've got a lot of centre-halves. They do. Well, he can't, yeah, he played, obviously, right back by trade. can cover in the back so three, of course. A bit more of a bit part role coming into last season. Indeed. He doesn't He doesn't do what they need from a, from a defender, really. They no. need Obviously, he does offer them a lot defensive in terms of his pace. He was massive in that yeah. final against Vinicius. Though everyone's saying he's amazing at one-on-ones, he's not. He's actually quite poor, but he did well in that game. Yeah, so, yeah Carl Walker, he's going to be a big miss. He's been at City for a while now, been a key figure over the last few years. So, yeah, to lose him, it's going to be a bit bit of a shock. And you're losing Ilke Gundogan as well. That's I think they'll be face, right. Faces gathering. Yeah. But it's a, thin, it's a very thin squad, arguably the thinnest squad in the Premier League. It's what Pep Guardiola likes to have is so not a lot good, of players. Though. It is, and obviously it helps with the fact you don't have to give loads of different minutes, you don't have to spread the minutes around. But it does mean if you pick up injuries or have players move on like you are here, that does create a bit of a problem because then you've got to bring in loads to replace. Yeah. Replace yeah. Him. Then Rico Lewis, obviously we saw him start to play in the pivot with Rodri. That was how he initially tried to build that pivot, was the right back, Rico Lewis inverting into the two. Obviously, changed that to go yeah. for John Stones pushing forward. I think that worked really nicely. But Lewis is still a quality player, and I think he does have a clear future with Manchester City. I think he'll only develop as a footballer over the next few years. Already, he has such an incredible tactical understanding yeah. for the game. The fact he came in to a Premier League side, he'd never played football at that level before, and he instantly understood exactly what Guardiola wanted from him, exactly what he was asking from him. So. For me, he's a, gr- a crucial yeah. foot player for the future. They want they like he clearly likes to keep alone uh, his youth players. Sorry, we've seen yeah. that with Phil Foden, yeah. of course, developing him through the first team. So, yeah, I think we'll see that with Rico Lewis as well. You'd imagine they'll get that contract oh, signed sorry. very soon. There should be a deal in place soon, and he'll be stupid not to sign a new contract. Yeah, brilliant. He can sit around at City for a few years. You know, playing a bit part role, playing you know, starting every week, just win so many trophies. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't done that already You'd, you know I'd have thought after hit this yeah. barely had in the first team they'd have sorted that out but maybe they haven't I've just missed the announcement but I, yeah I've when I researched it his contract is expiring in 2024 currently but yeah, yeah so that is all for the contract expiring not any misses shall really? we get on to the squad keep or sell yes right well, well the shortest squad keep or sell as mentioned earlier is a very thin squad it is there's not a lot of players to go through but there are some big decisions to make so City, a lot of players linked with moves away, and we'll start in the goalkeeping area. Well, there's not too much change, not too no. much controversy for Man City. First up, Scott Carson, contract expires next season. Do you think that will we'll call time then? 
Yeah. Give it was to keep keep around for a year, he'll probably retire and you can go find another bang average England ex England goalkeeper, really old keeper mm. English keeper to get your homegrown quota. Yeah. If you if I've, to be fair, City probably don't need to fulfil the homegrown quota. They've got quite mm. a few English players though. Yeah, to be fair. Could be helpful though if you do get that third choice goalkeeper. That maybe James Trafford could come and do that. Not that I think they'll probably sell him. He's not on this list, yeah. but we'll do Trafford as we've spoken about him. Would you sell? Yeah, he'll want to leave as well. He he, his, he wants he knows he can start in a Premier for a Premier League side. That's ten fifteen million you can pocket. That helps yeah. with managing FFP. That helps with funding transfers. Not that Man City have any problem with that. Finances does help with that as well as you can as mm. you can obviously offset the FFP. But yeah, so then Stefan Ortega. Okay, he's a fine backup. He yeah. showed this year he's absolutely sound. Really good player. Really, really good player, I think, Ortega. He's a fine goalkeeper, good good shot-stopping ability. Also really good with the ball at his feet, which is helpful for Manchester City. Of course, they need yeah. a goalkeeper who can replace, not to the same extent, but to a similar extent, what Edison does. Obviously, Edison, staying around. 100%. You'd imagine he'll be... Good goalkeeper. Staying. I don't really know who City would get, because I think Edison, maybe Onana... He's better with his feet, but Edison's probably one of the best goalkeepers with his feet. And he doesn't need to save anything anyway, because City stopped ninety-five percent of his shots. Yeah, they don't really. Yeah, if the the final line, it doesn't matter if he yeah concedes one. I would say City conceded too many, but they doesn't really, really not a really problem, is it? But yeah, and then Zach Stefan had I a good say... loan spell at Middlesbrough. I could see him making that move as well. I yeah. think they'll be suitors. He decent, probably Premier League, top of the Championship sort of end. Yeah, I think yeah, clubs will be interested because he is good. Apparently, he is linked with who did I see? Leicester City, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. It's interesting because obviously, I think Danny Warden and Eisted, not Eisted, Everson, Daniel Everson, Everson, sorry, would be adequate goalkeepers for the championship. But I do think Stefan is an upgrade on both oh. of them, so that's probably why they'd go for him. Even though adequate in the championship, I'd have watched both of them last year and gone, I'd put anyone in. Go, Jack Butland. No. Rather Joe Hart. Definitely not. Yes. Not current Joe uh, Hart. Ward and Everson were awful last year. Yeah, but, but they're, they're not Premier League goalkeepers, but they would be no. absolutely fine. But I think Zach Stefan would be fine in the Championship and he'd be fine to make a step up when they eventually get promoted again. It makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Obviously, yeah. Manchester City's former coach is going yeah. over there, yeah. so that makes a lot of sense for that. He's worked with Stefan, not Stefan, I'll take it, Zach Stefan, so yeah. that does make a lot and of sense. City don't need him. City definitely don't need him. Yeah, moving on then, we have the defenders, first of which is Kyle Walker. Now, I've spoken about him a little bit. Do you think he is fine to let leave? Yeah, 100%. Because you've got, he doesn't start, he's a bit part player, and bit part players are easily replaceable. Uh, not easily replaceable, but because you can't replace that experience and the cohesion no. he has in the squad, that's not very easily replaceable. Okay, but in terms of on the pitch, you can get a player that does a very similar role. Yes. I would agree with that. Not that they necessarily need one because they can play a Kanji's the right back. They could play Rico Lewis maybe even yeah. if they wanted to, but it doesn't really matter who plays the right back because they're it's just got to be sent half who can yeah. then slot in. So they could play Diaz there. Uh, yeah, they've got options. John Stones. What a season this man had! Should have the Ballon d'Or. Honestly, I think he should a... be a Ballon d'Or winner. He is ridiculously good. Did you watch him in the Champions League final? I mean, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a so world where it's very hard for him to do that. But um, don't care, mate. He's been the best player in the world this season. I think he's definitely up there. What a season! Re- reinvent, reinvigorated as a. Um, I've reinvented works as well. Reinvented yeah. as a. Uh, what's it called? Defensive midfielder. Yeah. Um, and he was outstanding. 
Yeah, I think it's dribbling numbers. The fact that he was second only to Lionel Messi in terms of dribbling numbers in a UCL final says a lot about how he has completely He's been moulded into this new role. I think it's really interesting seeing... So in the final, obviously, we know he tried to use a diamond field. didn't really work. But it was interesting to see Stones in a higher position. Mm. It was intriguing to see how he operated like that. Obviously, getting higher at the pitch, getting into more attacking areas. He's in and around the box quite a lot. Often when they play those two DMs, he is a little deeper. I think yeah. he does that role really well because he's good with the ball at his feet. Very composed. Obviously, as centre-half, you need to be that anyway. But playing in that DM role, he's adapted really well. Strong in the tackle. Good under pressure. I think he's yeah. done really well for me. And, yeah, you could you expect to see him continuing in that DM slot. Mm-hmm. So, great season for Stones. But you, you probably do now need to bring in the centre-half to replace the gap that you've, that you've left there. Benjamin Mendy has left the club after all the scandal that has followed him over the last few seasons. Good. Yeah, good riddance, certainly. Up next, it is Imeric Laporte. He barely featured. I know he's injured, but he barely yeah. featured. For me, he is sellable. Yeah. Because you'd ha- you'd get a tidy profit, and as we know, City are very much interested in a good young centre-half. Yeah. If selling Laporte, if moving him out of the registration and moving him off your books means you can bring in the player who we'll talk about when we get into improvements, I just think that's massive. I don't mm. think Laporte is too much of a, uh, of a of a miss. I think... He's a fine centre-half, obviously it's good to have left-sided centre-halves, but now that you've got Nathan Ake, yeah. who can start there every week, and the player they're looking to bring in is left-sided, I think Laporte would be struggling for game time. Yeah. So, for me, it's probably a sell. And they're weak suitors, Spanish clubs, French clubs. Yeah. European clubs. A lot of people want him. Yeah, I could see a lot of a lot of interest in him. You probably get around that £20 million mark, maybe even £30 million if you get the right... If you're lucky, you yeah. get enough clubs competing. He's still a fantastic centre he half. He is only twenty nine. Only twenty nine. Yeah, I think you can get a decent. Well, he's now entering his prime, really. I think but... you can probably get quite a lot of money for him. Yeah, depends obviously where the interest lies. But I could definitely yeah. see someone like PSG maybe looking to bring him yeah. in, especially if they move on Presnel Kimpembe. So, and they've already lost Ramos, so centre half will yeah. be a key for them. So yeah, players. It's going to be interesting to see where the, where Laporte goes. Could see him moving on. Mm-hmm. Nathan Ake I think this is an easy keep 100% what, again what a season he had yeah a lot of players especially defensively I have to say I didn't really rate him too highly no no. before this season like I think he's always been a fine centre half but when he originally moved from Bournemouth to Manchester City I mean that is quite the jump it's not a jump that many other players make no so He's dealt with that really, really well. I think it shows, and again, Chelsea Academy is sensational if they actually hold on to the players. But yeah, yeah Nathan Ake, a really talented player, great at the ball his feet, good left side centre half, decent heading ability as well. I think he really suits season. exactly what City want from him. Yeah. And he's done well out on left back, obviously then inverting into that situational back three. It works so well. Yes. Works yeah. so well. Manuel, you can, Manuel Yukanji. Manuel Akanji. Again, what a season this man had. Argument for signing of the season, I think. If Haaland, oh, if you no. forget Haaland, I think he is. Who'd you put above him? Certainly not Richardson. No, I'm trying to think. Um, Casemiro. No. He got sent off more than he did anything good. No, Casemiro did well. But for me, the fact that, that that's a £70 million transfer, Kanji was something like £25 million. And he's come yeah. in and played a huge role in a treble winning campaign. And he's just been flawless. I don't. I can't think of a single mistake he's made. 
No. <laughs> it's a podcast for long. Yeah, no, there no, so I'm, I'm trying to think of okay. players that I haven't put in my signing this season. Fair enough. Yeah. There would be a few, but I can't, I'm, I'm a bit bored of my season. Think I do. Um, yeah, he was just brilliant. And again, similar to Kanji, so similar to Ackley, similar to Stones, just really, really solid season. Definite keep. So like, a certain improvement from where he was at the start of the campaign yeah. as well with all three of those players. Ruben Diaz. Again. I think he's very much coming to his own this season, hasn't he, Ruben Diaz? But might as well keep repeating ourselves. Yeah. Outstanding season. Yeah, a really good defender. You're not going to be looking to sell him, I don't think. The thing is for me, and this is what I hate, is he was better this season than the year he won the player of the year. Yeah. How he won that was an absolute joke. And Championship Defender of the Season. Awful. Awful. Absolute disgrace. I think, yeah, this year he was really impressive. Yeah. I have to say, I thought he was overrated in 2021, but I think now he's starting to prove his quality. He was very good. And, yeah, a, a potential leader for Manchester City could soon take the armband yeah. from Gundogan. Yeah. And, yeah, probably got another good few years. Probably five years, six City years, seven years, maybe. were absolutely solid. And it's down to all the players we've just named. Yeah, shaky at times, but I think that's more... Yeah. a fault of the system rather than a fault of the players obviously the system they play does mean they could get caught out on the counter but overall they tend to be alright yeah Sergio Gomez he is perfect he is good I just don't know where you play him because he's a left back which is fine yeah. when you had inverted left backs but now that you have a left back who slots into the back three it doesn't really work there he could play on the left wing and he has done that a lot for the mm. Spain U21s we're watching currently in the U21 Euros. In fact, he is in action tomorrow night, I think, at the time of recording, a couple of days ago when this goes out. Maybe in action tonight when this yeah, goes out, yeah. if Spain have got through. But overall, a really talented player. I just don't know where he fits. So maybe loan him out. Maybe, I think he'll be cru- he could be good for City in the future, but I don't know where Guardiola plays him. That's a good point. He's not going to be rotating. Because if he tries to play him on the left wing, right... That means that you're either going to take minutes off Grealish or Foden, which is not ideal, or Carl Palmer. You're directly blocking Carl Palmer's development by playing a left back there. Yeah. It just yeah. D- it doesn't benefit the team in any way. It doesn't benefit Carl Palmer. Probably doesn't even benefit Sergio Gomez because he's no, getting exposure to no. football but in the wrong position. Yeah. So for me, a low move is the most apt. I do think that he may not be best pleased if he is. It was no. Simon Man City last summer. He's barely played and now he's going out on loan, but. I think it'll beat. I prefer that to playing barely any minutes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, probably a low move I'd say for Sergio Gomez. City players, City fans, sorry, who see him every week, maybe you'll have a differing opinion. In which case, get involved in the comments below. Yes. Give us your thoughts. Rico Lewis. I was already spoken about him. He yeah. is brilliant. Give him a new contract. Very, very good young player. Has come to again, comes on, really stepped up to the Premier League superbly. Yeah. Um, and Friday deserves all the plaudits he's got. Yeah, it's, it surprised me at the time when he first, his first matches how calm, how composed he looks yeah. in the Premier League because often you see Premier League debutants and players that haven't played any top-flight football or any professional yeah. football before. He's never played professional men's football. And yet yeah, he stepped up perfectly. Yeah. He was amazing. He was so composed, so calm and just excellent across the board. So he deserves a real credit to that because a lot of young yeah, players does. look erratic. And look you know, off off the beat a little bit, and yeah, often go go missing. But he has he's shone really shone when he he's been really given well. the minutes. So really well. yeah, well done, Rico Lewis. On to midfielders now, Kevin De Bruyne. Again, you know, I think it's Kate. Yeah, I mean that's quite an obvious one, isn't it? Kevin De Bruyne is a brilliant footballer. I don't think he was as good this year as we've seen in previous years, but I still think he's very good. 
I would very much argue the complete opposite. He has been sublime this season. His numbers are through the roof. Yes, his goal tally's gone down, but he broke the Premier League assist record. I think that is massively down to a certain Norwegian, but yeah, he has been his creative best this season, Kevin De Bruyne. Just have a look at his Premier League numbers. Seven goals, 16 assists in 32 appearances. So last couple of seasons. So last season he did 15 goals, but eight assists. So his goal tally's definitely gone down. In fact, well, yeah, it's his highest assisting season since 1920. We've got 20 assists. Yeah. I think he's been excellent. He has, but I just don't think it's been his best year. Okay. It's how you define best, really. He's still magnificent. I'm not saying he's in complete shit, but he's still in world class, but not as world class as he has. Champions League, uh, he 10 games, 2 goals, 6 assists. is his best Champions League numbers of all, yeah. all, all, all of his career. But yeah, I think he's had a really, really good season. Oh, yeah. He's been pretty, fairly faultless throughout it. And yeah, I think if he. Keep that up next season, keep supplying Harlem with the amount of chances that he is, then you could do alright, aren't you? Yeah. Because yeah. Harlem will finish them, we know that much. Yeah. So yeah. Next up, Matteo Kovacic has just joined Manchester what a City. Signing this is. I think he's under another underrated signing from City. I think he's a very good player. I just don't really know whether he perfectly fits City system, but I thought you said he also season last year being on how he'd do so well. Last year? I say I say how's your the I think he's a really good player, and to a certain extent, he will replace what Gundogan brings. He is a great roaming playmaker. He carries that ball forward, similar to what John Stones actually does right now. But for me, his goals and assists aren't what you aren't what you need from that eight ball. Hmm. So I don't really know what you do with Mario Kovacic. Maybe he'll play as the eight. Maybe he'll play deeper as a rotation with uh, Rodri or with Stones. But I don't really know if he fits in. Okay. But yeah, he is. He can. I guess he can play as the eight. I just don't think he'll put up the numbers that Good Gundogan does. Alright. But yeah, next up, Bernardo Silva. There is a lot of interest in Bernardo Silva coming from Saudi Arabia. Do you have a problem? Do you think he could be swayed? Oh no. Well, it seems you might. Well, he's an idiot then. Okay. Um, has he not achieved everything he seek to achieve in football? What more is he going to win? Then retire. That's what people do. But, but that, that is retiring, going to Saudi, collecting a bag. Um, sure. I, 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 I keep him up, man. See, I think he's a magical, magical player, wonderful footballer. But if I he, think, yeah, if I he agree. wants to, you know, stop playing football and go collect money, then that's up to him. Okay. Yeah, I think he, I think he may, may, may make that move. I'm sure Pep Guardiola will try to dissuade him because what he brings to Pep's system is not only a really technically gifted player, but also someone who works incredibly hard yeah. both on and off the ball. I think it's out of possession work is some of his best stuff obviously mm. Pep loves his what Pep loves from a winger is creating that with getting to the byline putting the ball in cut back stuff like that he is perfect at that he re- keeps that width and that gives space yeah. for the eights to play and Gundogan and De Bruyne have that space because the width is created from Bernardo Silva and from Jack Grealish then there's that space because the fullbacks have to go out and mark them if not you leave Bernardo yeah. Silva open yeah. which you can't really do and that just creates so much space for them to play into which yeah Bernardo Silva is exactly what they need on that right wing. I do think he's replaceable for what he does on that right wing. Yeah. But you are going to have to replace him with the exact right fit because Bernardo Silva is that bad. Yeah. And he wasn't yeah. when he joined actually. He he's more of an attack. He was more of an attack midfielder. He's an attack midfielder by trade, and he can yeah. play as those eights really, really well. But Pep loves to use him out on the right, and I think he's incredible there. He is. He is. 
But yeah, if he does move on, then we have got some suggestions in our improvement section as to how to replace him. Calvin Phillips then is adequate. Yeah, he's fine to just sit and watch. Yeah, I think he may play more minutes next season. You'd like yeah. to think so. He's had a season of watching fat. Rodri, but yeah, only 12 appearances then. Two starts for Calvin Phillips in the league. But yeah, does qualify for a League medal, of course. Did score in England's recent 7-0 drubbing off North Macedonia. I think he's a good player. Yeah, he's all right. I think a lot of people are clowning on him this season because he hasn't played a lot of minutes because he was struggling a bit with his fitness. But then, you know, two years ago, we were in Euro 21 and everyone was heralding him as fantastic and loving that Rice-Phillips pivot. So it just shows how quickly public opinion can change. And I'm hoping he has a good year this year and then goes into the Euros in good good form. Hopefully. And obviously, he will be playing in one of the best sides in the world, if he is playing, yeah. playing alongside John Stones, if then he is part of that England side. Yeah. Well, you'd imagine you imagine uh, sorry, Grealish will be starting, Foden will be involved, you'll have Phillips, Stones, potentially Walker may stick around, he may leave. But there's a lot, there's Do a strong English, English contingent. Side was. Well, yeah, and then that's stunning as to why it's not transferable to the national side. The but, success they have on yeah, the but pitch, and then no, we, It's the same thing everyone, we always say, is that... When you play under a Pep system, it's very hard to then play out of a Pep system. Yeah, and we have said actually that a lot of the best performers in Pep system don't do well in the international stage. Yeah. We look at Jao Cancelo, he looks lost when he pulls on a Portugal shirt. I don't have some playing in a Portugal shirt. No, because it gets pulled off after five yeah. minutes. <laughs> no. Uh, it's, in, it's an interesting phenomenon. And actually, De Bruyne isn't usually, is, is not at He's his not usual best beater. when he plays for, mm. for Belgium. Get, don't get me wrong, he's still brilliant. It's Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. But. I don't think he's as good for Belgium as he is for City. So, are they all just system players? No, no not really. But they are really good. Yeah, they are quite good at football. Up next, it is Rodri, who is another unsung hero, really, of this season. A magnificent defensive midfielder. He screens that back three really well. And his link-up with yeah. John Stones this season has been really impressive. He's so good in possession as well, just being able to shift it about to the more creative players who can create chances. We've seen mm. also he has a strike on him, as we saw in the Champions yeah. League final, of course. So he, he contributes a lot to Manchester he's City, an excellent player. quality. There's no way to put it. He is just quality. I would. I don't think there's much of an argument. He is the great, the best DM in the world right now. And potentially, if he continues in his current manner, he will go on to be named amongst those greats. Because he is, you mm. know, as crucial to City as Busquets was to Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think he's an incredible, incredible player. And yeah. Yeah. If he keeps, if he keeps up this performance level, he, he will go down as one of the best. Probably. Probably. But I would, I would say, without a shadow of a doubt, he's the best DM in the world right now. Especially with Fabinho having one of the worst campaigns of his life. Yeah. And Casemiro has left for an hour. If he'd, maybe think, if he stayed at Real, yeah. maybe you'd so like bring him Like he's like Barca, but that is still Busquets. That is, yeah, he has now left, joining into Miami. But yeah, point for another day. Up next, Cole Palmer. He's fine, isn't he? Would you give him more minutes next year? No. Do you view him as, because obviously, so Gundogan's gone. So one option to replace that A is to replace internally. Because mm. they have got options that they can move into yeah. there. So would you be happy with Cole Palmer playing as a backup left winger as your second choice but would you give him more minutes next season so he's only um, this season he made 14 appearances two starts 38 appearances in total though for Manchester City now in his career yeah give him more minutes I wouldn't st- I wouldn't expect him to start week in week out no no I don't I think, think he's good enough um, 
I... But maybe that last Champions League group game, those conference, yeah. those uh, sorry, Carabao Cup Carabao games, the FA Cup games, stuff Stoke. like that. Yeah, <laughs> the Carabao Cup games against Stoke. Rather than just play. sending out like world beaters to go, but even against like, if they get anyone in the Carabao Cup, he can play. Yeah, he's a really good player. Yeah. And yeah, I think alone developing that Pep system, it's going to be yeah. I don't, I don't know. Whenever I've watched him play for City, he does seem <laughs> a little erratic. As we say, though, a lot of young yeah. players do when they make that step up. Do you think a lone move is possible? I wouldn't. That? No? The thinness of the squad, and I think he is good enough to play a role. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Maximo Perone. He's a baller, isn't he? Uh, reportedly an incredible talent. Only made one appearance so far, and he got 18 minutes against somebody. From West Ham. Oh, he got two minutes in the FA Cup against Bristol City, 18 against Bournemouth in February, but... He's not playing an awful lot yet, but he is apparently a really good talent. Obviously, he plays that central midfield role. Again, I, don't, I guess he'll develop into one of the eights. Yeah. Maybe one of the sixes, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I think I'm not in Manchester City training every single day. Yeah, they'll know a lot more than we do. In terms of his numbers, of Ella Sarsfield, 33 yeah. pitches, three goals. Potentially a goal-scoring midfielder then. It's hard to really Maybe. say without having watched much of him at Velas. But they're certainly not as you expect of a defensive midfielder. No. So, possibly a midfielder. Yeah, Sort of between the two, really. Not really yeah. a midfielder, not really a defensive midfielder. Plays more centrally, but yeah, I don't really know. Maybe he'll play more, possibly a loan move, probably yeah. not. Yeah. Probably, I mean, Pep doesn't tend to loan out players he rates. No, no. Up next, it is Riyad Mahrez. What a bowler. What a bowler. Again, though, interest coming from Saudi Arabia. Didn't play a huge role this season. Still played an awful lot of football, don't get me wrong, but I, mean, I don't think he was as crucial as he was in recent years. What a waste that have if you go for Saudi Arabia. He is 32. But he's still at absolutely he's still at the highest level of the game. He can, but again, it's that question, what is there left for him to achieve? He's won it all. I don't know. I, 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 I think I don't have any... I don't, I don't think, for me, it wouldn't matter what he's got, he's got to win. You know, he is still an exceptional player. He can play at the top of the game. If he wants to trade that in for a bit of money, then fair enough. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I could see yeah. him leaving, but again... City could bring in a replacement. They could, oh yeah, definitely. So, but would you keep him with the kid? Oh, 100%. 100%. What a player he is. Absolute weapon from set pieces. Yeah. I think he's just so dangerous. He's so dangerous. He embodies exactly what Pep wants from a winger. Yeah. Someone who can stick to that touchline. Someone who can not not only just oh, get to the byline and cut some back, but also what? cut inside if need be. So he's got that... To, yeah. you know multi-dimensional options he can do what you know go this way go that way from the wing so that's definitely you know that dynamism definitely helps yeah. but yeah Jack Grealish similar sort of player and he's Again, been really good this season quality, foot, quality, sort of quality football, football player and you need a man who can get the party going when you win all your trophies so you have yeah. to keep him designated um, alcoholic but yeah yeah, 28... Maybe get him some help before season starts. 28 Premier League appearances, 5 goals, 7 assists. He really shone, I would say, in the yeah. second half of last season. I hope to see him continue yeah. in that similar vein yeah. next year and hopefully then be in great form as we head into Euro 24. Yeah. yeah. Really good player. Really rate Jack Grish highly. And again, he is what Pep mm-hmm. loves from a winger and Pep has really moulded him more this season, really worked yeah. hard with him. I know uh, Jack Grish spoke in an interview about how he... He re-evaluated himself halfway through this campaign after the World Cup. After this appointment of the World Cup, he realised maybe he wasn't performing at the standard yeah. he wanted. And he really worked hard the second half of the season Fair to perform it. at a standard, which is sensational. He's been really, really yeah, good. Yeah, decent, decent. 
Speaking of high standards, up next it is Erling Haaland. No words. No words. I don't. I don't. We don't even say anything like that as well. We can't say anything that's not been said a hundred times. Yeah. Thirty-five games, thirty-six goals in the league, eight assists as well. To add to that, a shoe into everyone's FPL team. Well, we'll sit down. In the Champions League, he notched up 12 goals in 11 games as well. In total, he has scored 52 goals in 53 Man City. It's chances. disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. It's been a bit good, hasn't it? Absolutely disgusting. Mental. It is ridiculous how a man of 22 years of age on the planet of Earth can score that many goals in that many football games. He's freakishly good, isn't he? I'm so scared of what he can accomplish. That's the thing, right? For next season, does he better it? Daniel, like, does he? Act, could he actually yeah. do it? Or does second, he get 50? or second season syndrome? Is he a one season wonder? No, he's just so. <laughs> is he a VTEC Jamie Vardy? Every goal to him is so programmed. It's so robotic. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Every time he's strong goal, bank goal, overhead kick doesn't matter. Volley, he has such an impressive up, instinct, doesn't kick. he? On the turn, weak foot, anything, yeah. Traveller, yeah, his is, I've never seen him hit either of those, Honestly, but he, he is a very good finisher. He could do anything. He's a perfect combination of pace and power. He has that in equal measure, so if he keeps up his current record, then it's, he's just going to break he the Premier League. He could Eddie Hall off the ball. He probably could, yeah. And then run away from him quicker, because Eddie Hall's not the quickest. It's mental. But yeah, really good player. Yeah. But yeah. Freakishly good, and I'm sure he'll continue for years to come. A keep for now, though. You do yeah. need to be wary. He may look to move on in the next few seasons, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. wow, you'll get a £250 million check. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be useful to have. Phil Foden, up next. He's not freakishly good, but he is good. He's a really talented really player, yeah, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's quite good. Yeah, can play on the left wing, can play as one of the eights. Could he could also do a job on the other flank. Yeah. A really talented footballer. And while he ha- his contributions have been lessened this season, I'm sure he'll be playing a lot more next year. Still 32 Probably. Premier League appearances, 22 of those are starts. 11 goals, 5 assists. Yeah. Really impressive. His link-up with Haaland as well, especially, I think, back to that Manchester derby as a highlight. They Everyone's both grabbed hat-tricks. Everyone's link-up with Haaland's been brilliant. You yeah, stick me as well as I and get two assists. Okay. Because I've just passed the ball to him from three yards and run and score. Calm down, Theo Baker. We've seen the clip of him saying he'll score, yeah, seven Premier League goals. That's quality. But yeah. Up next, the final Manchester City player, Julian Alvarez. I feel so sorry for this man. What? I feel so bad for him. Because he is probably one of the best strikers in the world right now, but he is so overshadowed by this massive Norwegian geezer. You'd be fuming, wouldn't you? Oh, but yeah. But he knew what he was joining, obviously. Uh, what, what does he do? Does he leave and try and challenge him? No, why'd you leave? But what's he do? But he's one of the best backups in the world. And then when Haaland leaves to join Real Madrid in two seasons, suddenly you're the first choice striker at Man City. Why not? I just don't. I really. Haaland's don't got know. a release clause at like 150 mil, doesn't he? 200 mil, something like that. I think. If he has, like, if he has a release clause at 150 million, Real should uh, unlock that. But it doesn't. Right it now. doesn't think me until 2024. I think doesn't Okay. Activate. First of July 2024. Activate it now. What if they're pursuing Mbappe, though? Doesn't matter. Mbappe is so much worse. No, he's not, not, so, not much worse. so much worse. Haaland is better. Okay. But yeah, Alvarez, I feel so bad for him. I don't. I think he's still a really good player. He's, he's had scores, a really good season. He scores over 20 goals in any other team in the Premier League. 
Yeah, so nine appearance, nine goals in 13 starts, but 31 appearances. He's played a lot of football this year. I'm not sure he'll be as upset as you seem to think he'll be. I'd be distraught. But he's been really good. He's been really, really good. I'm distraught because you have to try and travel. He'll probably be all right. I'll probably be sad. Crying to your winner's medal. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't think I'll be sad I can use the Champions League, Premier League trophy and the FA Cup trophy <laughs> to catch my tears in. Yeah, uh, and also I think we'll start seeing maybe more as an eight. Potentially next Maybe. season, depends who they bring in. Everywhere, mm. up front, hard. Probably not on the wing because he's a bit on too On hard shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Then he could call out. just watch on. But yes, that is the squad keeper's cell. Then a couple areas to address, mainly wide areas. You've got. Yeah. Uh, it's a thin squad anyway. If you lose Mares and Bernardo Silva, who are both linked moves away, yeah. that's a big problem. Midfield, then, obviously, you want to replace. You want to replace Inuka Gundwan. Now, while Kovacic is a is an adequate replacement of sorts, for me, I'd be looking at a better. There's but better. I, I think the pet effect makes every single footballer at least one point five times better than actually really. Yeah, and also they've got options because you, there's two yeah. there's two sort of options to replace Gundogan. You either go out and buy an eight, or you replace internally because you mm. do have Phil Foden, who is brilliant and he can play there. So yeah, that could definitely work. Then, of course, we have some defensive options to look through. They do need to buy defenders because they. they yes, I think they do I, do that. well, don't need to, but they're going to sell Laporte, and then yeah. they are linked with someone. So we'll talk about yeah. him as well. And yeah, that is that is not a lot else to do after that. No. But we'll start then with that defender who they have been heavily linked with for a while now. It is of course Josco Gavardial. He's pretty good, isn't he? He's ridiculous. He's, He's massive. Yeah, incredibly tall, very physically dominant, great in the air. Great with the ball at his feet for a tall lad as well. Yeah. Excellent agility. Really quick centre-half as well. He does sort of have it all. He's very Ruben Diaz yeah. in his profile as well. They profile quite similarly. And I think a, if you're looking at next season at back three of Guardiol, Diaz, Akanji, it's not much better. No, there's, no, there's none better. That is, that is it. There yeah. we go. Football's completed. But... Yeah, I think Guardio is just a really incredible player. Can play left back, yeah. so then inverting into that back three. I think yeah, he'll suit exactly what City are looking to do. Mm-hmm. So he'll be he'll be excellent. Yeah, yeah, and around that 70, 80 million pound mark, money's nothing for him. It's interesting. Obviously, he had a good deal agreed with Chelsea last summer, but they pulled out of it. What a silly decision! But I don't know. I mean, we already had Valley at that time. Oh, if we hadn't signed Valley and then just signed Guardio, I mean, that would have been very good, but. Yeah, so that whole, I mean, City linked with him quite heavily. Seems that deal will get, will potentially be done over the next coming days. Yeah. One deal that is done and one deal we've spoken about is, of course, Matteo Kovacic then moving into those midfield options. £30 million. Pounds, yeah. That is a steal. It is a bit mental how you can just go to a row. That's Bayern esque. It is, but that's not because City have dominance over the Premier League. And while they have bought players like Ake and Grealish in the past. It's because Chelsea are far, having a fire sale. Yeah. There's a reason why t- some of their best players have joined Man United and Arsenal. Yeah. Like, that's not just other clubs are able, are able to buy players from their rivals. It's not City being able to buy players from it's the rivals. It's Chelsea the selling everyone. just hung everyone out yeah. at the car boot sale and everyone's just coming along going, oh, that's a bargain, that's a bargain, I love you, you and you. Yeah, so then looking at some options to replace the eight, if they were to go out into the market and try and replace the other good one, I've... Listed two options here. The first mm. of which is Florian Verts. Because he's really good. He's really, really good. He 
has a few, I have a few question marks around him because obviously he has just come back from a long-term injury, so his numbers this season haven't been great. His goal-scoring numbers are also not that high, but when you look at the amount of shots he takes, he actually doesn't take many shots. So if you raise that volume, surely the goals go up as well, you would expect. So incredible goal numbers considering how little shots he takes. When you take deadly in that sort of position. a very, very talented footballer and you give him Pep Guardiola, he will unlock that talent yeah. and more. But yeah, can feed the ball through to Haaland, can spread it out yeah. wide. Great playmaker. Also got a brilliant eye for goal. He suits exactly yeah. what they're looking to replace in. Okay, Gundogan does come with a hefty price tag though. Which shouldn't be a problem for yeah, Manchester City, but £70 million is going to be quite a lot of money. But I have got a cheaper alternative mm. and someone that fulfills the English quota. Crystal Palace talent, Every Eze. I think he's a really good player. He is. What's going to be your qualm? Is he... Tippity is he at the very very top of is he at the pinnacle of world football? Is he that not yet? Good? No. But will he be that good? He definitely can. Will he be good enough to win quadruples? Everything that I see from his game right now suggests that he's as good, if not better, than players than like Florian Verts, for example. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's around like I think you put him in the same sort of calibre. I have my doubts. I think he's a really really talented player and. The fact that he's part of the numbers he has at Crystal Palace, is, he profiles really nicely. He's exactly what Guardiola wants as an eight. He's good goal scoring numbers, great assists, great assist numbers mm. as well. Really good creator, and I think obviously in that team where he'll be playing with a lot of compatriots, he will gel quite quickly. I think it'll work as well. The eights, mm. but for, I do really like Verts, but at seventy mil is quite Verts expensive. Eze would be around that forty mil mark. So. I think Verts is a better option. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Winger options then. If they were to move Foden as well, and play him as well, the eights, that leaves him with one out wide on the left. Obviously, yeah. Cole Palmer as well, but Jack Grish starting. On the right, if they lose uh, Silva and Mares, that leaves him sort of nothing on the right. So, a couple of options to replace there. Well, the first of which has worked with by with has worked with Guardiola before at Bayern Munich. It is Kingsley Coman. He is exactly what Pep loves from a winger. Can, can and he create the width really well yeah. good crossing numbers which is exactly what you want when you've got Erling Haaland in the box great creator can get to the byline cut backs crosses he's really good at that he is going to be around 65 million can cover both wings he, he makes a lot of sense very very good footballer and he guarantees you a league title every year he does he has always won the league title so which is like a mental statistic that is pretty crazy a league title and he's not, not just the same league that's two different leagues Three different leagues. Three different leagues, yeah. Three of Europe's top five leagues. Can we go on PSG? Cup of Serious for you, That is insanity. Plenty of under leagues. Very, very good footballer. I could see that happening. Yeah, Champions League winner, of course, as well. So he's got that experience. And he's worked with Pep. So it works. It makes sense. Would be a good signing. Other options, then. I have got some other options. First of which is Jeremy Pino. Ooh. I really like Jeremy Pino. I think he profiles exactly... Well, almost exactly the same as Bernardo Silva. Quite diminutive. Good dribbler. Can get to the byline, cross them in, works hard. Can cut inside if you need him to. So, perhaps that Mares type. Potentially the fact that he can go either way. Unpredictable. And a good finisher as well. Really good finisher if he gets in the right position. So, how much are we talking? I don't think it would be that outrageous. Probably, probably, I don't know if he has one. Spain. Spain. I can quickly find say. it. Well, it will be, yeah, they all are, but yeah. I can see. 237 million. Is that your guess? Yes. 
It may not be public knowledge, of course, but you'd yeah. imagine they'll just slap it up really high. Yeah. So it can't be reached. 80 million. That's durable. I think it's cheaper. I think at fifty. I think you yeah. get them at fifty mil. And in fact, that this this so even good. says with Villarreal would think seriously about an offer worth around fifty mil. Yeah, that is so durable. I think he's a great player, and he's going to be a great player. I, for he's only Coma. twenty. I think he's only twenty-one right now. Coman, of course, is twenty-nine. Yes. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty-nine. Well, I'll just go double check see if I smash that. Um, but twenty-seven. So a little oh, younger. Hello. Uh, now entering his prime, but the thing is, you can get both. Because yeah. Coleman could be your backup to both wings, and then that keeps a very thin squad, yeah. and then have Pino as your starter on the right, or Coleman starts on the right, Pino covers, but Coleman could go over to the left, stuff yeah. like that. You have frequent rotation there. And then, I do have a final option, which is a bit out of left field, maybe, Rafinha. No, he only joined Barcelona a year ago, but he's exactly what Pep Guardiola wants. A winger who keeps the width, who gets the byline, who is very creative, who loves to put the ball into the box, great crossing numbers... Good finisher as well. Can cut inside, take a shot. I think for me, he does. He profiles really, really nicely. He does in the league. For me, it just feels like he got his big move and did basically nothing. But would that mean he's available on? For me, in a Barcelona side that won the La Liga and he didn't actually do that much, I would have question marks. Yeah, I don't know what he is, what his release clause is, but it's probably much more than they would want for him. But yeah, I think you'd probably be the most expensive of the three. I don't think it's worth it. No? I, I just think, yeah, if he'd done more at Barcelona this year, then... Oh, it's, it's a billion. Yeah. So I don't think they actually want a billion for him. The city could pay that anyway. That, uh, not, uh, not while maintaining FFP. Yeah, they don't buy by the rules anyway, so man. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of options there for Manchester mm. City. I think Gavardio seems like that will happen. Obviously, we know Kovacic is is done. Yeah. How do you see as the best way to fill the Gundogan hole? Is it by moving Foden across? Is it by bringing in Florian Furtz? Is it, I don't know, just playing Kovacic there and getting on with it? I think you have to bring someone in. Yeah? Because I don't think Kovacic is good enough to come straight into that and do it straight away. I think you can get better than Phil Foden. I think Verts would be perfect. Yeah. I mean, you probably still need to replace on the right wing, potentially. Yeah. Depending maybe. on whether Mares or Bernardo Silva or both are to leave the club. Yeah. Because I could see Bernardo staying and Mares leaving. That seems quite realistic as well, but... One goes yeah. mm. Pino, I think, would be a great addition, as would the other players we've listed, of course, Coman. I think Ebrieze as well, as he could also cover a wing. Could be quite yeah. useful, but... Yeah, options for Man City to explore then. I'm sure you guys will have a lot to say, so do get involved in the comments down below. Before we sign off, though, shall we do some predictions? Not going to be difficult, but... Is Premier it League. crazy to call a sex tuple? Um, Maybe. Quite difficult to pull off. Sounds funny as well. But, but super cut against Sevilla. Should win. Community Shield against United. Mm. Is it United? No, why would it be United? FA Cup finalists. No, it's always Arsenal. It's second place in the Premier. Ah, oh, it's Arsenal, Arsenal then. And never then know. Prem, Champions League, FA Cup, Carabao. Maybe not a sextuple, but I think definitely another treble. Even a quadruple. Maybe a quintuple. Possibly a sextuple. Yeah. The sky's yeah. the limit. The it sky is. is the limit. It very much is. It'll be interesting to see whether Man City can maintain this success as the title suggests. But, yeah. 
That's probably all for today. I think yeah. they're going to win the league. I think they're probably going to win the FA Cup. I think they're probably going to win the Carabao Cup. Probably going to win the Shield. Probably going to win everything. Probably going to win the Super Cup. That's Manchester City. Hooray! Yeah, be interesting to see. If you have enjoyed, make sure to leave a like. And if you're new around here, subscribe to the channel. Massively helps us out. If you're listening on Spotify, then you can hit follow as well. Doing that massively helps us out. Subscribing on YouTube helps because we're trying to hit 2.5k. Also, it helps uh, push the channel out more and more as you like and view and subscribe, all those good stuff. And following us on Spotify shows us that you're enjoying what we're doing. Because yes. there's not many metrics to see how well we're doing on Spotify. Obviously, we can see downloads. We can see um, Where you are plays, playthroughs and stuff. And we can yeah see some location well, data. Love it. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. A lot of international viewers. Thank you, people. But, yeah, we can't really see much. So do make sure to follow. That does yes. show us that you're enjoying what we make. And, of course, head on over to the YouTube or any of our other socials. It's just usually at the football chat. Or if you search for chat, it should come. I think it's subtfc. I think it's underscore football chat underscore on Instagram. Subtfc on uh, on Twitter. But yeah, so check those out as well and feedback there if you wish. But yeah, that is all for today. Keep the conversation going in the comments yes. down below. Make sure to give your thoughts on all the things we suggested, all the players we think should come in, and who should be sold. But that's everything for today. Thank you all very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.